0: Does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Schoenstatt Way of Life podcast. I'm your host, Julia Monin, author of the book The World is Noisy, God Whispers, Volume 1, Volume 2 and the Daily Devotional. What a joy being with you today in March. This is the podcast for March 2023. Of course, we're still in the heart of Lent by the time this uh, recording goes live. Um, but here in the state of Ohio, which as I'm sure you know, if you follow the podcast regularly, you know this is a podcast that is started in the movement in Ohio in the United States. And here in Ohio, we are rejoicing even though we are yes in this blessed privilege season of Lent. And that is because recently the contents of um, what is one day, God willing, to be an Ohio daughter shrine in the movement, the contents of that shrine have been entrusted with us and are, I suppose, in a way on loan to us um, and have found their home, at least their temporary home, in St. Lawrence Catholic Church in Riney, Ohio. So we have what's now called the Schoenstatt Chapel with all of the What, again, God willing, one day will be in the Ohio Daughter Shrine. Um, All the contents in a beautiful, just newly repainted church in St. Lawrence Catholic Church in Rhiney, Ohio. And the contents have found their home there. And so here in Ohio, we are rejoicing. This has just happened. Um, I think I mentioned maybe on the last episode that I had some, there was exciting things happening, but I wasn't at liberty to really say anything or I wasn't going to say anything yet, right? Because there were still... We were moving in this direction, but it wasn't done. But by the time I am recording this, the contents are in the church, and my, oh my, are they beautiful, right? And this church, um actually, just fun fact about me, this would have been the church that I was baptized in, St. Lawrence Catholic Church. Um, it just went uh, had at had, had been remodeled inside. so newly repainted, I should say. And so it's gorgeous for one, right? And of course, the uh, the beautiful people of St. Lawrence Church, which is uh, in a, a region with a few other churches here in a uh, region, but th- those beautiful people on their own endeavor, their own volition, had decided to have the inside of their church repainted. Well, as Providence have, has it, right? It pans out that the Blessed Mother is finding a home there in this newly repainted church, which again, just Providence is just amazing sometimes how that all happens. But again, she's there, the contents are there, the, 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 um, the Blessed Sacrament is there, and now we have this place in Ohio where we can go, where we can go and be with Our Lady. So if you want to see a picture of it, here's where you go, shunstatofohio.org, shunstatofohio.org, I just jumped on there right before I went to record this pod- podcast, and the first image you see is going to be an image of the Schoenstatt Chapel in St. Lawrence Church. So again, you can go there too if you're lo- if you're wondering where Riney, Ohio is. Um, if you're not familiar with that, I'm not surprised. It's very small. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere, but right off Interstate 75, so it's easy to get to. So you can do a little search to, to get the address and everything. But again, go to schoenstattofohio.org if you want to see a picture of the contents of the shrine that are now making up this chapel inside St. Lawrence Church. So it's beautiful. And again, in Ohio here, we're rejoicing. And all of you listening and all of you that have been striving and praying, and and again, from the very beginning of this this podcast, in fact, that was kind of the uh, reason for starting this podcast to begin with. It was a striving um, for the state of Ohio as a movement in the hopes that one day, you know, God willing, we might have a a shrine here, a place of prayer um, here in, in our state. And so that's what this has been from the beginning. And so you've heard this kind of progress as, as the show has gone these last few years, but we are rejoicing right now. And of course, as we're rejoicing and I'm thinking about that, the visitation comes to mind, right? Which is that opening verse I opened with, how does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord is? should come to me. How many of us here in Ohio are pondering that right now or making those words of Elizabeth our own? Or if we haven't yet, you now you now are like nodding your head, oh yeah, we totally can, can't we, right? We've been striving for so long. We've we are growing in our covenant and growing in the movement and 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 striving to become the saints that God has created us to be. And of course, God dwells within. Like we we don't we don't need the shrine in order to dwell with God. Right? That's that's not why we enter into the movement. That's not why we consecrate ourselves to the Blessed Mother. But the shrine is a beautiful gift where we can encounter God in in a real tangible way. And so um and so we long for that and and we thank God for that and we praise God for that that. Um, So so yes, so we do rejoice that this has become a reality. And we echo Elizabeth's words, how does this happen? That the mother of my Lord should come to me. So not surprisingly, that's going to be the theme of our episode today, the visitation taking a few minutes to just reflect on that reflect on this interaction between the Blessed Mother and Elizabeth. And, and I have one main idea to kind of maybe drive home with you today an invitation of sorts to how we can fully enter into this 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 um, mystery of the visitation and I say fully enter into it we can never fully enter into a mystery but where we can maybe tiptoe into the mystery of this visitation and um, especially as we, we continue our journeys through Lent like what does this mean? What does this mean? And how does this happen that the mother of my Lord should come to me? So give me a second to refine where I was at in scripture because I put my Bible down there for a hot second because those of you who know me or have heard me podcast before you know I can't talk without using my hands right like that's a real reality so I was holding my Bible in my left hand and talking to you that big long lengthy introduction about what we're going to be talking about today and I put my Bible down so that I could use both my hands to talk to you because only having one hand was inhibiting how my tongue was moving (laughs) I'm being sarcastic with myself but I'm not this is really what happened um And anyway, then I lost my page in my Bible. But alas, my friends, I found it. So we are in Luke chapter 1. Um, and we're going to reflect on verses 39 through 56 throughout the show today, but I may not open with all of that. We're just open with um, Elizabeth's words to Mary, Mary visiting Elizabeth. And of course, the end of this passage is where we get Mary's beautiful response, the canticle of Mary. So we'll, we'll, we'll include that in today's show as we go as well. But for now, let's begin. Luke chapter one, verses 39. Let's go ahead and put ourselves in the presence of God and open with scripture. During those days, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste, to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. How does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled oh my friends we're pondering again this reality that the ohio movement has just received some of the, the the contents of what might one day god willing be the ohio daughter shrine and they're now residing in st lawrence church in Riney, ohio and so we're reflecting on this mystery of the visitation how does this happen that the mother of my lord should come to me My friends, my brothers and sisters, especially those of you who have been striving, who have been working so diligently and so eagerly, who have picked up crosses one after another in order that maybe someday this day might come, that we might have a place here close to home, a place where we can go, where we can pray, where we can reflect, where we can gather as a movement, as a family, right, where we can grow in one another and with one another in the love of Jesus Christ. This day has come right? And we're not at the fulfillment of it yet, but this day has come. And so today's invitation to you on this podcast, as we reflect on these words of Elizabeth, how does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? My invitation to you is a simple one. Those of you that have been striving so hard and working so diligently and offering so much up as contributions to the capital of grace, please, please, please take a second to breathe, and to tell our good and gracious Lord, thank you. I know so many of you have already done that. I know you have. But I also know that there's always so much to do, right? There's always so much that needs to be done. There's always so much more to be do. And, and we rejoice and we take a second and we say, thank you. And we shed a few tears and we give a hug, a big hug. And then it's like, whew, we hit the ground running again. And not that I'm saying we don't need to hit the ground running because there's always work to do for our Lord, right? He's put us to work in in, in his vineyard and building up his kingdom. And the work is never wanting. <laughs> but every now and again, we need to take a second to breathe and to simply say, thank you. And so that's the invitation today. Can we have this moment? Can we enter into this mystery of the visitation for just a little bit, maybe even for just the remainder of Lent, right? Can we do that? Can we enter into this mystery and just have this encounter with our lady, with our Lord, right? Just as Elizabeth did in this moment where we just say, wow, how does this happen that you came to me? Can we take a second to just marvel at what has just happened to tell the Lord, Thank you. And I want to use an analogy that I think will kind of tie this together because I'm not sure if my words are doing that. Um, I, I recently gave a day of recollection to a group of people, and it was something that's been in the works for uh, quite a while. Um, and after it was all said and done, and and it went well, and and you know, praise God, and and I, who whoever knows what the fruits of these things are, right? The fruits are in God's hands. I showed up and did what I what I felt like I was being asked to do, and so praise praise be Jesus Christ for giving me the grace to do that. But after it was all said and done. I was physically, emotionally, mentally, just like exhausted, right? Um, it was an incredibly long day, and got home late, and then um, woke up the next day, and whoo, just here we go again. Feet hit the ground, and let's 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 go, right? And all day I am feeling so. Exhausted, not not in a bad way, but like in a good way. And I was talking to a friend of mine and um and and sharing that with him and 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 I'm like, it kind of feels like this. I feel like I just gave birth, and all I want to do is hold my newborn and like breathe in, breathe in the new life and the goodness that is here and take a nap. (laughs) And yet the duties of my state in life, I didn't do a very good job setting my schedule and I had a lot of other things I needed to do that day. So I didn't give myself that day to just reflect and to rejoice and to just tell God, thank you as I hold my newborn and breathe in the goodness of new life and honestly take a nap right? And so maybe that kind of analogy will help explain um, what I'm talking about here, this invitation I'm giving to you on today's podcast, on today's episode. Can we maybe do that just for a second? Maybe we can't spend the rest of Lent really um, in this restful spe- uh, pace with the Lord and and really just soaking in his goodness and his love. But I challenge you to make an attempt to. <laughs> but at the very least, can you take a day? Can you take a day to just... Um, tell the lord thank you to sit with the blessed mother and to say how can this happen that the mother of my lord should come to me can you take a second to hold this new life this this new this newborn in your arms and to just breathe in the goodness that is new life right and to just simply tell god thank you we of course know when we um when the Lord uses us as an instrument to bring new life in the, into the world. We know this as moms, as dads, those first few moments uh, when the newborn arrives where you're soaking in the goodness and and when you're able to just rest with one another and you're able to just finally take a nap, you know, you know, they're short lived, right? A newborn has a ton of needs, right? A ton of needs requires demands a ton of your attention, a ton of your time, and it will absolutely um, is draining as you go. And my friends in the movie you know that that time is coming, right? Right. So we don't receive a gift such as this to just kick our feet up and then say, oh, we just made it to the finish line and now we're good and we're coasting from here on out. We've received such a great gift from from our Lord, from our lady, because we've been entrusted, right? We've been entrusted to be instruments in, um, in the distribution of the graces that will flow from from this shrine from from this movement right so this is not a uh congratulations you made it to the end now kick your feet up and relax this is oh thank you for laboring so beautifully you just gave birth right and the best is yet to come and yet the work is really just beginning right i hope i'm not shocked this is right you guys are nodding your head yeah yeah okay you knew this was coming right (laughs) this is not the end this is the beginning and so it is we go back to the the words of Elizabeth and Mary in this this visitation right the Blessed Mother finds out she's expecting we have this beautiful annunciation she runs out to meet Elizabeth and Elizabeth marvels at her soaks it in right how does this happen that the mother of my Lord should come to me my friends this is where we are at right now as an Ohio movement we should all be taking this time Um, perhaps rounding out our season of Lent taking these next few weeks to really ponder this reality how does this happen that the mother of the Lord should come to me should come to us soak it in and just say thank you take a second to breathe just say thank you and do so knowing that this is our time to be strengthened. This is our time to be strengthened for what is to come, the service that will be d- demanded of us from this point onwards. And so, let's take a look at some of Father Kentenich's words and what he had to say about the visitation. In um, when we sometimes gather as a community or as a um, as a as a as a movement, as a state, you know, um, we pray the Rosary together oftentimes, and we so we use reflections from Father Kentonick, our founder, as we're praying the rosary together. And in the the booklet of those reflections under the second joyful mystery, which, of course, is the visitation, we read Father Kentonick's words. "Um, We see you, Mother, hastening with the Savior to stay with Elizabeth and serve her. She rejoices and is filled with the Holy Spirit and feels her child sanctified in her womb. The prayer then becomes, let us too devote our strength and time in quiet service to the work of salvation. And so we know this is coming. That's part of this mystery of the visitation. It's not just this inter- interaction between Mary and Elizabeth where they are, you know, sharing with each other the goodness of the Lord and where they're really um, leaning on each other for strength and, and really just leaning on each other to share the goodness, right? There's there's these two women, that these amazing things have happened to them by the working of God and the working of the Holy Spirit and they come together to share them. Of course they do, Right. We women like to share what's going on, right? So they run to each other or Mary runs to meet Elizabeth and they share this goodness that's going on. They're literally carrying this new life, this miraculous life in in their wombs, right? And we know why when they share that. And it's not just for the sake of sharing, but it's to strengthen one another, to strengthen one another in their missions and what is about to come and all the crosses that will come our way. And so again, let us devote our strength and time in quiet service to the work of salvation. This time is coming. And so let us be wise. Let us be wise recipients of the gift that we were just given. Let us take a second, take a few weeks, especially as we um, as we continue our Lenten journeys, take this time to rest in the arms of the beloved, to rest with Our Lady, with Our Mother, to breathe in the new life that has just been given to us, really, that has just been gifted to us. We haven't earned this. I don't care how much we've been striving This isn't anything we've earned or anything that we've deserved because we've worked so hard. This is a freely given gift from our Lord and from our Savior. And it's given to us because he's entrusting us with something, right? And he'll let us know what that something is and how this will all unfold and what work needs to be done. And he'll raise up the people to do it. So we just need to continue to say yes when he asks of of us, when we have properly discerned it's something he's wanting us to do. We just need to keep giving us, giving him our yes. But in the meantime, let's strengthen our resolve to serve him. And part of the way we strengthen that resolve is we take time to rest in him, with him, right, and for him. We take time to really soak in his goodness and we take time to say thank you. Thank you for this undeserved for this unmerited gift. Do with it what you will. Okay, so we entered a little bit into this mystery of the visitation. Of course, we are rejoicing, but let's be wise. Let's again, let's be wise recipients of the gift that we have just been given by beginning this new journey, this new life with gratitude, with gratitude. So that's really, that's all I have for you today, maybe a little bit shorter than it has been in the past. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to close with that full scripture passage that I talked about. So again, Luke chapter one, which is where the visitation is. Um, and instead of stopping at verse 45, we're going to continue to where we hear Mary's Magnificat, right? Where we hear Mary's response to Elizabeth. So the full passage will be Luke chapter one, verses 39 through Fifty-six, And I'm going to leave this. We'll read it slowly and prayerfully. And that will be our closing prayer and reflection for today's episode. So again, thank you so much for joining me. Um, know that I am praying for you. And I humbly ask that you keep me in your prayers as well. If you want to learn more about the movement of Ohio, if you want to learn more about the Schoenstatt Chapel, which is now residing in St. Lawrence Church in Rhiney, Ohio, go to Ohio's website, schoenstattofohio.org. Let's end with scripture. Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 56. During those days, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked upon his handmaid's loneliness. Behold, from now on will all ages call me blessed. The Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is from age to age to those who fear him. He has shown might with his arm dispersed the arrogant of mind and heart. He has thrown down the rulers from their thrones, but lifted up the lowly. The hungry he has filled with good things, the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped Israel his servant, remembering his mercy, according to his promise to our fathers, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Mary remained with her about three months,